Hello, how are we? I'm good. Yes, rest. What's good too? <laughs> I know it's been it's been a while. How have you been, brother? I've been good. The duo are back together, back by popular, well, kind of popular demand. But yes, uh, so the, we're half a minute in. Though we can extend it, seeing as it's a, a catch up between uh, between uh, good friends. Uh, so, some injury time. Go on, let's get straight into it. Let's get straight into it. So I haven't had a chance to look at the gossip column today. Though obviously, I've got lots of... I'm following United all the time. Uh, well, let me interject then, because first thing you'll notice, of course, is that um, Ricky's Brazier has left, uh, left the under-23s. Yeah, he has. He's been sacked, apparently. got the old tic-tac, and there's going to be a root and branch uh, rethinking or reorganisation of the academy structure. Um, I thought we were doing well in the academy levels, to be honest with you. I think that we've been producing some decent talent. Obviously, we've got like four kids who are in contention to be in the first team next year, uh, like Greenwood, Chong, Gomez and Garner. And there was an, also another guy called Arno something. I can't remember his name. Uh, but, you know, I, I thought that side of things was going well. And I thought that we were near the top of our league as well. So I don't know what's, what's going on there. Have you, you heard anything? No, I mean, obviously, you know, R- Ricky Brazier is a former employee of Mr. Sam Allardyce at Baltimore Wanderers. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, um, I-, I generally follow anything and everything to do with Baltimore Wanderers, as you well know. But I, I think it's uh, it's been well spoken about the problems at Manchester United and nothing to do with the youth development setup. Um, you know, they're kind of the pioneers of youth development over the last 30 years. And, you know, that stayed and stood the test of time. But as we well know, and as you documented on yesterday's episode, it's Mr. Woodward that is causing all the problems, of course. I mean, have you heard anything about why why he's done this? Because apparently he's going to get Nicky Butt to do like a, a, a root and branch sort of restructure type thing. So, But it's like, it's like I said, I think he need, he's got bigger problems on his on his hands. Like, you know, like I was saying yesterday, Juan Bissaka, we're going in with a low offer. We're now being linked with kids from Stoke City. This Daniel James deal has apparently just been put on hold while um, apparently he gets over the death of his father. So that's yeah. understandable. Uh, but, um, you know, there just doesn't seem to be... I mean, look, we're, we're reaching the end of May here. And then he's essentially got a month because Solskjaer wants all of the, um, the targets delivered by, uh, uh, by, by early June, July, basically. And... Uh, they were saying that, you know, they, they want to get this Daniel James, Aaron Wan-Bissaka, and then a centre-off like Harry Maguire, Harry Mags. And then there was another, there was like a centre-midfielder, like uh, this Bruno Fernandes, this guy that keeps on being talked about. And obviously, if you can deliver all of those by the 4th of, uh, uh, by, sorry, by the 8th of July, then that would be absolutely fantastic. But uh, I don't particularly... I, uh, you know, he hasn't been proven to work fast, this fella. No, I mean, like, you know, if you just just to offer you my two pence worth, as it were, I yeah. think um, you know Woodward probably doing almost classic deflection techniques. He's probably um, listening to what Solskjaer is saying about restructuring, and obviously getting whatever structure he can in place before he gets the inevitable sack. Because let's be honest, as a club, you're a complete merry-go-round at the moment. You're in, you know, a category of clubs that are attempting to penetrate the top four. Everton, Wolves, that's basically, you know, the level you guys are at. at the moment. So it's, yeah. it's going to take a lot more than five, six players pre-8th of July 
you know, I think um, I think I said to you earlier on today, it's more like a three-year plan, no doubt, because it has to be a complete top to bottom. But hello, he seems to have lost Mr. Westhead there. Hopefully, he can. Uh... Yeah, you cut out, you cut out. But uh... sorry, basically, I was just saying that until you deal with Woodward, you know, it's just going to be the constant merry-go-round. But look, you're still the biggest club in the world. But being the biggest club in the world doesn't win trophies. Look at Tottenham. They're, what, a week away from potentially, you know, achieving the greatest achievement in club football. And um, credit yeah. to them, credit to them. But look, yeah, before yeah, that, of course, before, before that, you know, there's three very important games this weekend in respective playoff finals. Um, yes. I'll be watching on an intrigue because Newport uh, are taking on Tranmere Rovers in the, uh, in the League 2 um, playoff, which happens on Saturday. The, the, I heard they're calling it the Mike Dean final. Oh, <laughs> no, 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 I just, I just gave you that. Well, as, you, as can, in... you can be sure that he'll, he'll, sorry, he'll make sure that he gets a camera on him at some stage. Like, you know, well, you I, think he not... ha- I think he has by his antics of uh, stood on the terrace in the last game. I hasten to add, if, if I did that watching Bowl Wanderers, I'd be thrown straight out, be that a home game or an away game. But then again, we don't play games because, you know, we don't have a team because they're all on strike. Uh, but oh, for me, I want Newport to win. Nothing to do with the uh, dislike of Tranmere and the history between Bolton Wanderers and Tranmere. More to do with the fact that Newbury has got um, a very good microbrewery down there and that'll be a very good away day. History between Tranmere and Bolton. Was there a playoff final involving you to my, or am I mistaken? There was, there was. There was two games. There was... We, oh, I can't remember what season it was. It was 90... 94, 95? No. No, 97, 90... No, hang on. 96-97, we would have got 100 points. We scored 101 goals. We would have got 100 points, but they equalised in the 94th minute. It would have been a record-breaking result, um, and we didn't get it. And then uh, there was a League Cup semi-final um, in 2000. So Bolton were the only team in Europe in the year 2000 to get to three semi-finals and lose them all. FA Cup semi-final, League Cup semi-final and playoff semi-final. And we lost them all. What year was that, sorry? 2000. 2000, wow. I mean, um, I'm, I'm, who were your two playoff finals against? Who were, it was, one was against Reading, wasn't it? Well, we've, so, so 94-95 season was Reading when we were 2-0 down and we won 4-3 in extra time. Then there was, uh, we lost against Watford in 99. Then we um, beat Preston in 2001. Oh, that was in Cardiff, wasn't it? I That's think. right. Yeah. That's Nathan right. Blake, Alex, was it 3-0? Was it 3-0? Yes, it was, yeah. Second... Um, Second game, of course, on Sunday, Charlton versus Sunderland. Um, you know, whether it's true that Sunderland have gone after John Terry. Um, sorry, it's Middlesbrough that have gone after him. Excuse me. Forgive, forgive me, Sunderland fans. Forgive, forgive me, Middlesbrough fans. Um, obviously, I covered that in depth in yesterday's episode. Yeah, didn't you say something like, I don't care? Yeah, I don't care. I mean, look, the, the bottom line is, is that we, it, actually, I, I do care in a sense in that it's, interesting that the names the two names i've heard linked with that job are john terry and gabrielle batistuta with 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 good reason both have got very good heritage in the northeast yeah yeah two northeast born and bred 
you know, their, uh, Gabriel Batistuta's dad works at the Nissan. Uh, <laughs> uh, why, why are you talking you know, about Sunderland? This is the Middlesbrough job. But Charlton versus Sunderland. <laughs> Charlton versus Sunderland, very, very big guy. Obviously, you know, Charlton fans are booed through the ringer with their owner and the fact that he's been trying to sell the club. He's, you know, restricted... The finances, you know, beyond belief to the extent that the young players earlier on uh, in the season didn't have any running water at the training facility. That's used bottled water. There's a lot of clubs going through this at the moment. Um, obviously, Sunderland, a massive, massive club, well documented on Netflix, no less. Um, you know, it's, yeah. I'm, I'm hoping it's going to be a humdinger of a game. Um, I think personally, I'd probably rather see Charlton go up um, just because the fans really have been through it. That said, it's a very easy away game for me to get to in League One next season. Um, I don't know. I, I'm not. I'm not a huge. I mean, obviously, we've got friends who are Charlton fans. But yes. I'm. I'm not a massive fan of that particular area, given that uh, it's got a bit of a bad rep. But um, I, I'd like to see Sunderland come back up. I think they're. Definitely one of the biggest, one of the top twenty club biggest clubs in in England, and uh, I think they deserve to be higher than where they are at the minute. But um, yeah. I, um, but obviously, look, if we get anything like a repeat of what happened in nineteen ninety nine, uh, then we're in for so, a treat. So that that begs the question: given you know your um, woeful season of watching some abject football, particularly over the last twelve games as a Manchester United fan, while yeah. you watch the likes of Liverpool and Tottenham, you know, completely, um, you know, play some fantastic football and get to the finals, etc., will you be watching the uh, one hundred and twenty million pound game that is the playoff final between Aston Villa? And Derby, and will you watch Charlton Sunderland or indeed Newport Tranmere? Um, so I'm actually I'm I'm away this weekend, uh, so I won't be able to watch the Newport or the Charlton fixtures. Okay. But I I will definitely watch Frank Lampard's Derby take on. Sorry, yeah, I got I got the name wrong. Then forgive me. Yeah, yeah. it's Frank Lampard. Sorry, forgive me. Yeah, Frank Lampard's Derby. I'll definitely watch them in the final. I mean. Um, is it, it fair play to Frank Lampard? I mean, look, um, we know how employing a, uh, a you know a player with no managerial well, I suppose Solskjaer did have managerial experience, but it was a punt basically that they took on Lampard. Yeah, and it seems to have pulled off. Uh, pulled off. Uh, they, yeah, it seems to have paid off. Um, out of Derby and Aston Vanilla, I would like to see Aston Villa win it because. They are one of the top 20 biggest clubs in the country, and I think they deserve to be higher than where they currently are. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I really like Aston Villa. Um, you know, uh, through Bolton's woes over the last, last couple of months in particular, Villa fans on social media have been very supportive of, uh, you know, that are kind of are suffering. And, you know, as is often the case, the, kind of, the majority of the football community really comes together when, Clubs are down on their knees and whatnot. And it was really nice because Villa, basically, they're the, they're the position whereby it could have been them, like right at the beginning of this season. But obviously, you know, they, yeah. they managed to save themselves financially. And, you know, they're, re yeah. they're reaping the rewards of investing in a very good manager. And, um, you know, look, the fantastic club, fantastic ground, very good heritage. Um, so, yes, I think I'd prefer to see them go up than Frank Lampard's Derby County. 
Yeah, I mean, um, Derby County, obviously owned by Mel Morris, who is associated with King. Yes, the, yes. Um, the, the company that uh, owned Candy Crush. And uh, will, they, will they be able to crush the dreams of... Aston Fantastic. Villa? Let, me, let me just write that down and I'll sell it to the sun. Um, <laughs> more, more pressing issues. Obviously, um, you know I have an interest in the, continent, uh, the game on the continent. Um, you've got, so about half hour ago, uh, Stuttgart versus uh, Union Berlin, more commonly known as Union Berlin, uh, which is the playoff okay. for the position in Bundesliga 1. So the team that finishes third in Bundesliga 2 plays the team that finishes third bottom in Bundesliga 1 and they have a playoff to see who will um, take that final position in Bundesliga 1. The first leg finished 2-2. Oh. And uh, Eins Union, as, as kind of Berlin fans you know, say, um, came very okay. close in nicking it in the last minute. So it finished 2-2 and we go to the final game, uh, sorry, the, the second leg on uh, Monday. I think it's seven o'clock kickoff UK time, but I'll definitely be watching that with interest as well. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not a huge fan of that format, to be honest with you. I think that uh, if you finish third bottom of the league, you're just not good enough to be in that league. And I think that you need to... Uh, JTFO yes we, yes as, as we say, very true you know it's not just uh, obviously look you know we're doing a serious amount of injury time here I don't, I don't even think um, yeah I think Tottenham would have scored about four goals in this time that we're doing for injury time but um, obviously you know it's a big week ahead for the British game British in inverted commas yeah um, obviously yes. you know look two two clubs that have excelled this season uh, what are your thoughts I know obviously we'll cover this before the game itself but what are your thoughts but um, firstly, for Arsenal, Chelsea, they play on another planet somewhere. Um, I think you have to get a yeah. spaceship to get to the ground. Um, yeah. Uh, one one famous vlogger, uh, Fogden, he's given away his ticket Ooh. because he simply can't get there. So he's given that away on an Instagram prize. Who do you think is going to win between Arsenal, Chelsea, and who do you think is going to win between Liverpool and Tottenham? Um, so. First, Arsenal-Chelsea, I think we need to talk about what happened with Henrik Mkhitaryan. Wow, yeah. It just goes to show that this, the organising bodies that we've got, I mean, obviously, good news that Gutter is now going to be the standard 32-team, 32, 32 um, you know, uh, World Cup as opposed yeah, to... Yeah, I'm, I'm here, sorry. 40. But yeah, you know, Gutter obviously hosting that, you know, is a travesty. Then you've got revelations about PSG's chairman today. Yeah, and then this whole Armenia business. Like, you know, like, I know you can't locate a final, like, just like the drop of a hat. Because obviously people would be preparing months in advance. And, you know, you've got security caterers, people that have been paid up front for stuff and all that kind of stuff. But when it comes to something like this, the absolute dropped pollock basically that has happened here you know it's just not acceptable i mean like can you imagine if like mkhitaryan was having the season of his life and was, Ch- yeah. and was uh, arsenal's most i mean i mean even if not that to be honest with you it, it doesn't matter who it is even if it's a fan right you can't have a situation where due to some beef between two countries that they're not literally not allowed to enter the country i think it's disgraceful 
And uh, for for me, it's just put a cloud over that entire game. And obviously, you know, UEFA don't care, they don't care about fans either. Like you know, having it in back. I mean, that's uh, you know, uh, I, I think that's the underlying thing for me. And I had, I had quite an in depth discussion um, with an Arsenal fan at work about the about this very issue. I, I would encourage uh, Chelsea and Arsenal to support their fans and say, look, if you don't want to go. We do not blame you. We know you love us. We know you want to support us. But to make a point to the powers that be, you know, because they've only got 6,000 tickets each or whatever it is. Is that right? Is it yeah. 6,000 tickets each? So something yeah, along yeah, the lines yeah. of 70% of the stadium is going to be filled with uh, locals and dignitaries from UEFA and respective sponsors and so on and so forth. Now, look, you know, we, okay. we, you know, we've both worked within the media world and football in particular, and we, we know that this kind of stuff's happened. We know that we've benefited from it, but for, but yeah. for fans, for fans to travel, um, however many hours it is, however many miles it is to watch their team uh, in you know, a massive, you know, at the end of the day, it's a massive tournament, okay? And I ask any football club or any fan of a football club to not want to be in this final, and they'd definitely say yes. Would they want to go to Baku and do it with all due respect to local Bakuians, however you put it? But yeah. it, it's, it's farcical, absolutely farcical. That game should be at least move to, um, you know, Stade Francais or something, you know, something that's akin to that because... Well, Wembley... Well, I mean, Wembley obviously perfect. Wembley is the, you know, the, the, the sound logic, but for UEFA to sign that off to essentially the biggest big bidder off the back of the fact that there's an oil relationship with Sokar, which is an Azerbaijani oil company... You know, it just it just spits in the face of football fans, and we're already suffering. We're already suffering, you know. And I don't think, yeah. um, you know, God bless all of those that go out there and actually put up with it. But could you imagine if a goalkeeper gets sent off because the referees have to be professional and they get sent off after ten minutes, and then all of a sudden Chelsea or Arsenal are three four nil up, and then you've got to bloody get home. It's just, it's just not, it's just not, it's not what this game is meant to be about. Yeah, I, I couldn't I couldn't agree more really. And so but in terms of the game Oh yeah, sorry about I forgot game, about that. Bit, yeah. And it was my question as well. Yeah. yeah. In terms of the game, I think that Unai Emery has got an absolutely phenomenal record in He really has, right? hasn't he? It's, unbe- it's unbelievable. And Maurizio Sari has never won a trophy in his entire career. So that makes Arsenal favourites for me. Uh but you can't rule out the Chelsea. No. And uh, but I'm going to go for Arsenal. I'm going for Arsenal. I think Arsenal will win it. I, do, I just think that Sarri's not a, a winner. Basically, he, does it, he bottles finals, which hopefully and that brings me on to my next uh, answer is Liverpool v Tottenham. Now, head very much says Liverpool basically. But having said that, Jurgen. You would have expected him to have beaten Seville. Actually, you know what? Maybe you wouldn't have. But you know, he got to he's got to a lot of a few finals with Liverpool, hasn't he? And he's not won any of them. I think it's three, um, isn't it? Is it three or four? De- definitely a UEFA Cup final. Definitely and a two league, league cups. Is it or one league cup? I can't remember. Definitely one. I know they lost to City. They did, didn't they? In one, 
Yeah, yeah, um, you're right, you're right, you're right. Um, so, yeah, um, Hart says, I, I mean, I, I would love Tottenham to win it, not just because I don't like Liverpool, but, well, actually, yeah, that's the reason, to be honest with you. I mean, look, but it would be fans. I live in the area, like, I can see Tottenham's ground from my bedroom. Uh, you know, it would be nice for the area, I guess. Uh, I'd go to the parade, definitely, uh, just so I could see what it was all about. But, you know... Uh, it's the only, it's the only it parade be really you'll nice. be getting to anytime soon. Oh, no, 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 mate. Uh, Gareth, I mean, like, you know, I'm, I'm under no illusions about, about United uh, in terms of... Oh, right, you've just completely poo-pooed my joke. I'll have my two pence worth, then I've got to go because uh, responsibilities and so forth. OK, but let, me just, let me just sum up. Um, head says Liverpool, Hart says Tottenham. Um, I've already, I'm already saying that, look, I've already accepted that Liverpool are going to win. And really interestingly, Wayne Rooney said um, he's not bothered who wins because let's say Liverpool win six. They're already on five. It doesn't make that much of a difference. I kind of agree with him, but I've fallen out of love with football because I felt dead inside when City did the treble, something that should have been marvelled at. I agree. Somebody else done it. Had somebody else done it, you'd have still been hearing about it now and still been on the come down of having witnessed something completely unparalleled. But instead, you just feel dead inside and you're not bothered. So anyway, what's yours? Yeah, what's I mean, yours? I think, look, you know, I, I, I put my hand up. I said that I thought the... Um, oh, what, what game was it before they had Ajax? Spurs in the league. Sitter. That was Sitter. it. I thought, I thought that was their cup final. You know, and I, 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 hang on, hang on, hang on. Are you there? Are you there? Sorry, my phone keeps yeah. locking. I, I said there that that was their final. I thought psychologically they looked like they over-celebrated it, and I tweeted Sky uh, Talksport about it because you know that's yeah that's the only people to tweet when it comes to these things, and um, you know I was ecstatic. You know, I think I think. Any football fan would have enjoyed watching Tottenham. Um, they, the way they came back against Ajax was proper. They died on the pitch. They literally put everything, everything into the pit, everything into that match. They were like, "Right, well, you know, what? if we're going to go out, let's go out doing everything we possibly can." And lo and behold, they turn it around, and it was it was emotional to watch. Just proper yeah. football, you know, and you know, I, uh, you know, my opinions yeah. of Spurs. I was, I was raised in Essex around a lot of Spurs fans that gave me a load of jip, and you know, but that was completely pushed to one side because it was just a beautiful spectacle of wonderful, yeah. wonderful yeah. football. So I would love to see Tottenham go all the way, but I do think yeah. there's, uh, there's, it's like a maturity and experience about Liverpool, not not just because it's a tournament, but oddly, although I said Klopp probably wouldn't get over the last year's final loss. I mean, they've done incredibly well. So I think my head says Liverpool. My heart yeah. oddly says Spurs. But I just hope it's like a 3-2 or 4-3 and an absolute humdinger. But I think the, they both play such expansive pressing football. I just hope that's the case. And I just, again, I hope there isn't any... Ridiculous sending-offs, over-the-top penalties with VAR and any of that. I just want it to be a, a fantastic example of football, which is what the Champions League is meant to be about. So, um, f- fingers, fingers crossed. Also, I mean, I, I, what, what do you think about, like, uh, you know, it being an all-English final? 
Uh, do you think that's does that take the gloss off the final I, for you, or does? It... I mean, like, I think it's I think it's pesh because you know the, the, none of the players are. It's not the Celtic team from '67 that were all you know born and lived within a five mile radius or whatever it was. It's an international game. The international players find their British clubs. It's neither here nor there. I think for me, to be honest, the best two teams in the tournament have probably been there. Tottenham plays. I mean, bar, you know, the kind of final group stage game, they were absolutely out of this world. And uh, I mean, look, okay, they pushed their luck a bit with, uh, you know, the final goal and um, against Ajax, but Ajax defended at that point, you know, they were just psychologically gone. So I think, yeah, the two British teams... You know, I probably prefer to maybe see uh, an English team versus, you know, a Spanish team. I, I never want to see Paris Saint-Germain there. You know, a Barcelona or Madrid. Or, well, I mean, I think that's interesting. Actually, Can you imagine if they were on for the quadruple. I mean, I don't think I don't think I would have wanted. I don't think anyone would have wanted that. You know, I think most basic of football fans understand how City have got to where they've got to. And it just doesn't sit well. You know, we've, we've been here before in the early 2000s with Chelsea and I think we're here again, but on a, on a kind of new level. And the right questions aren't being answered. And I'm sorry if UEFA throw a fine at Manchester City. Do you know I mean, that's like saying to me, Gareth, you've committed a massive uh, kind of, you know, maybe I've been done for speeding, but rather than, you know, ban me from driving, they've given me a 10p fine. Fine in Man City is completely pointless. There has to be a ban uh, if the irregularities are, you know, are true, which we know they are. Um, but just in case any lawyers are listening, you know, suspected, um, uh, mis- uh, suspected misdemeanors when it comes to uh, when it comes to finances. Yeah. So, um, look, I mean, we'll see. Look, I'm sure we'll cover this um, again next week. Look, yeah. we've got a lot to talk about. Obviously, we've got um, a Women's World Cup, the t- uh, tickets fiasco around that. I haven't mentioned Bolt Wanderers because we haven't done this for quite a long time. Let's see if we can keep it to five minutes. Should we maybe do this again for the fans after the playoff weekend? So should we do this again on Tuesday yeah. or on yeah, Monday yeah, evening? Yeah, we can have a. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Definitely, we can we can do that. Um, obviously, in the meantime, I will be providing uh, balanced <laughs> and varied. I'm sure football if I'm is, has got a tagline that's in the world of fake news, trust us for real news. It's something like that. It should definitely be something like that. Um, well, yeah, I'll have to start putting tweets out again because I'm hearing, uh, you know, I'm hearing I, my sources have been telling me some interesting news coming out of Man United about breakdown in the relationship between uh, allegedly breakdown relationship between Solskjaer and Woodward wow. and Solskjaer, Solskjaer potentially resigning uh, before the season starts to take the Norway job. <laughs> that, uh, is that half the press, is it? Well, I'll tell you what, that, yeah, that's, I'll, that's, um, I'll, I'll just, I'll, I'll just um, close this episode, which has gone into some serious injury time. There's been a lot of head injuries in this in this particular episode of football in five minutes. But, um, you know, I like to close these shows on a high. Uh, Sam Allardyce um, has just signed for Oxford United. That is big Sam Allardyce's grandson, Sam Allardyce, has just signed for Oxford United. Yeah, happened yesterday. Fantastic opportunity. 
you know, learning off of his uh, dad, Craig Allardyce, and indeed his granddad, the big Sam Allardyce. Um, forward-thinking, dynamic, um, wonderful football that he plays. So um, watch out for Oxford United and Sam Allardyce next season. Yep, Sam Allardyce actually, I think he did the same amount of points and same position finish as Marco Silva did uh, uh, Everton. So and, and, that... and spent about 70 million less, I think, didn't he? Yep. Something like that. Okay. Good stuff. Great. Excellent. Right, I'll leave you to it. Right. Great. I'll speak to you soon, dude. And uh, yeah, Monday... A new, another gripping, extra gripping. I'll tell you what we'll do. We'll leave in for, for the fact because obviously, uh, what are we averaging now? About 13,000, 14,000 followers, something like that, whatever it is. What we'll, what we'll do for the fans is we'll do it after the, um, the Bundesliga playoff game because obviously there's, oh, wow. there's quite a few fans that live in Germany. Um, and you know, I'm, yeah. I'm sure they want to, I'm, I'm sure they want to get our opinions on things. Yeah, we picked up a lot of followers after Sancho started doing well. Naturally, yeah, and, of course. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, and uh, I started mentioning his name every day in our uh, transfer updates. All right, right. Dude, uh, over and out. Have a good one. Take care. You too. Bye. Cheers. Bye.